It is Wednesday, my dudes. Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Pull Lists. My name is Lex, and I'm here with my co-host, Simon. Simon, Hi. what is up? Hi, I'm Simon. <laughs> you should do the whole, whole episode like that. <laughs> no, man, I'm getting in trouble. <laughs> Somebody would get offended for sure. If they haven't gotten offended by now with some of the stuff that we say, God bless. Hashtag God bless. <laughs> 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 if we ever get like super famous which is not going to happen but if it ever ha- randomly happened uh i'm just going to delete all our old episodes <laughs> and start and start over i'm sure there's something that one of us has said especially if angelina jolie listens to him so well didn't you take that off though no <laughs> oh angelina jolie's out there sucking dick no 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 i did take it off but then we said it again on the next episode uh, so it was like hey, counter- hey, hey, hey. counterproductive now you know. This is a podcast where Simon and I sit down separately, not together, unfortunately, and we review we review a trade. Some people, most people call it a trade review. This we're week talk, we're talking about ahead. Trader Joe's, people. Yeah, we're talking about the stock market. D buy sell, buy sell. This just in. That's like now we're talking about a new <laughs> newsstand. Uh <laughs> that's just in. This week, we are reading a book called Jana and the Unpossible Monsters, which I love that title so much, and I love this cover art. Yeah. I've mentioned it before. We've reviewed uh, some of the books that this illustrator has done, such as Firepower and the, uh, whatever else I can't remember. Chris Samney is one of my favorite modern comic book artists. I absolutely love his style, and anything he does, I tend to try to check out. This cover... Uh, it, it's a book by Oni Press. I think this is our first Oni Press book that we've ever done. And when I saw the cover a couple of months ago, I was like, man, I, I really want to read that. But I'll wait until it's a trade. Well, color me Oni impressed. <laughs> that should be their slogan. <laughs> I, I've been doing that a lot lately. Like I'll see a book and maybe I'll read the first issue and I'm like, okay, this is good. I will wait until the trade comes out to review it. And so, um, Maybe that's just me trying to to have more books that I'm not like I'm reading it and I already have a preconceived opinion on it, and then I'm trying to like nudge Simon to believing me the whole time. Nudge. So this is one that I haven't read, but the cover honestly pulled me in, and I sent it to you, and I think you had the same response to it. Mm-hmm. Very bright colors, very crisp, clean lines. The uh, the Chris Sammy lines. And we've been reading a lot of superhero books lately, and I kind of just wanted to step away from that because that's not, we don't, we're not opposed to superheroes, obviously, but some of our favorite books are outside of the realm of superheroes. Yeah, it definitely really hasn't been my jam lately. I've, I've, I've really enjoyed anything that's, everything that's like supernatural and stuff like that, that's fine, but not like the mm-hmm. general superhero book. Yeah, like any superhero book we have, I think most of our negative reviews have been from traditional superhero books, which is weird. And, you know, some people listen, they say, hey, you should do more Marvel books. But like we did a Marvel book and it wasn't our best episode. And I think because people can kind of tell our opinions on them. So we're back to the basics, back to the things that we want to read. And if you guys don't like it, then 
we'll change it next week. <laughs> yeah, if you don't like it, well, please. <laughs> please, please like it. <laughs> this is, there is a lot to say about this book. I think we should just jump into it. But we both have the opinion that it was extreme. It was, it was an extremely quick, quick read. Quick. I don't know why it's such a hard time saying that. It's an extremely quick read. Um, let's just jump right in. Do you want to do issue number one? Sure, man. Get where to work. I, where do I start reading? Uh, written by Chris Samney and Laura Samney. Look at them. His wife, not his sister. Hey, you know, some places it's the same. Yeah, some places it's going to be both. <laughs> yeah. Jonna and the Unpossible, Monst- Unpossible Monsters, issue one. Rainbow has been searching for her sister, Jonna, for a year. The last time she saw Jonna was also the first time she saw one of the monsters that now roam the planet. They're big, ugly, and dangerous creatures, driving Uh humanity to the brink of extinction. Though there isn't much hope for survival out in the wild, Rainbow knows that her sister is out there somewhere, and she'll do anything to find her. I usually have my iPad. I don't have it, and I'm not even going to worry about going to get it because I feel like I have a general grasp of this book. Mm-hmm. What did you think about issue number one? I have my opinions on it. Um, first of all, it reminds me of um, what was that? There was a PlayStation One game, Toomba. Toomba. That's it. I, I knew it started with a T and ended with an A. Yes, Toomba. it reminded me so much of Toomba. I love uh, that game. And uh, it reminded me a lot of that. And it was just kind of the way it drops in is pretty jarring because you don't know anything about the world. Uh Uh I mean, I thought it was pretty cool, but it just kind of starts and ends this adventure quickly. And then you're on the search for this person. So you don't really know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, it drops it drops you in. And we talk about it a lot how we like getting dropped into stories. And after after a once you adjust to the pacing, you can sort of get a grasp of the world and what's happening. But yeah. if if you don't do it quickly, then you're just sort of lost and you find yourself catching up. I will say that I love the character designs. I love the creatures. I love the art, the color. We'll talk about the art more in a second. But that was my initial problem. It's not that I didn't like it. It was that I was just, this whole issue felt like it was in fast forward and I was trying to catch up. And by the time I got to the last page, I was like, oh, that can't be the last page. It's only been 12 pages. Yeah. But then I was like, oh no, it's <laughs> it's been 28, 29 pages. So I don't know. I don't know if it's leaning on fast paced because the story's not super detailed because it's like, you know, it has the typical monster and extinction story. You know, Oblivion Song had the same thing, but very detailed and sort of complex. Now, this one is mm. per, seems pretty basic, but there's, and this is going to be a, an ongoing theme with my opinion through the book, there are so many questions. So many questions. I will preface this entire episode by saying that this book was made for children. I know some people don't like when people oh. say that, like things could be, for kids and be for adults. I know I get that argument, but this book, Chris Amney and his wife, Laura wrote this book for their three daughters. They wanted something a little light and they wanted something that their daughters could read. What's and lighter so, than the end of the world, you know? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so I, I, you have to read it sort of through that lens. And 
that helps a little bit, but the pacing is extremely fast. Yeah. The first thing, and I probably said this about firepower, but the first thing I noticed art-wise, the first thing that struck me, I know we're not really there yet, but um, it reminded me so much of Jamie uh, Hewlett's artwork, Gorillas, the guy. Yeah, 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 you did say that. Um, this one even heavier than that one. This one yeah. was really, really on that. Um, the eyes, the, things, the eyes, the noses, the face shapes. Yeah, I had the same vibe, especially in certain instances with the, the character Rainbow. Mm-hmm. The way that she was drawn, it was very gorillas-esque. Yeah, Tang Girl, gorillas. Yeah. Uh, even the monsters. So, yeah. I mean, it makes you wonder about this character, her Jana. sister, Jana, because she's like super strong, I guess. And, and she could before, jump super high because she fucking jumps <laughs> to punch well, this giant monster in the head. Yeah, and I guess she's adopted, right? Uh-huh. If they find her. But um, this... What am I trying to say? I guess, like at the beginning, there's this giant-ass monster. They know what a monster is, but where in the apocalypse are we at the beginning compared seem, to yeah it seems like they're a few weeks in like monsters just started showing up they're trying to avoid them i think she's going to look for her sister because their village is getting destroyed and so they get she gets separated from her family they i guess they get separated from their this is just assumptions they get separated from their dad she's trying to chase her sister down but then even those two getting separated we don't really see because we just see Jonna punch that giant ass monster in the head and it's like all black panels with just like bam zap zing and then you wake yeah. up in in the apocalypse yeah the girl knocks her head it, some blast knocks her sister's head rainbow against a rock and now yeah everybody's destitute one year later yeah and there's like villages and camps that people have set up and these monsters are completely roaming the earth it has all of the elements that I like in a story. We have giant monsters, kaiju, whatever you want to call them, giant monsters roaming the earth. I love that. I love the end of the world. I love the end of the world, yes. especially now. We're living, and man. Especially now. This is like the worst version. This is the the version that we live in is the worst apocalypse story ever written. Yeah, we're we're living in the bad timeline. <laughs> yeah. Um it has all the elements. I like her sort of cave Tumba style. Uh, I like that she's stronger. It's just, I don't know if the, if it's because it's written for children and I'm, I need too much. I don't know. If what it, do you if mean by it. that? Written for children. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. People say that though. Like when I'd say uh, cartoons, when I talk about cartoons online, I'm like, well, some, you know, a lot of cartoons are written for kids. They're like, just be, I hate when people say that just because things are written for kids don't mean adults can't enjoy it. That's ridiculous. I'm like, yeah, but you need to see it through their lens. Yeah, so but it's like what I'm but saying. It's, but it's but it's made for children. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I, I like it. <laughs> it's, yeah, I'm not I'm not calling you when people say that comics are just made for kids. Yeah, it's like it's okay, man. They don't always have to have like people getting their heads blown off. We don't have to have evil Superman taking over the world. I do appreciate how lighthearted this book is. I I needed something like this after what we've been reading lately. Mm. Like last week wasn't heavy. We read Shang-Chi, but it was also like a lot to wrap our heads around because we aren't familiar with that world really. Right. And so we were just kind of giving our opinion on a very small section of a character's life that we don't know anything about. 
So like pros, <laughs> like they're real professionals. <laughs> Jana and the Unpossible Monsters issue number two. I will say that I do like that a lot too, the Unpossibles and yeah. the way she talks. And I, I like that a lot. The world was once lush and green. Then monsters came and the plants started dying. See, I didn't know that. I, I guess we I guess we just got that that's, through context that, of that's of straight the, up from Pacific Rim. Like where their their blood like pollutes. Yep, that is. Maybe that's what this is. The prequel to Pacific Rim. That's on her own, on her own this whole time, Rainbow has finally found her sister, Jana, after a year of searching. The she she's strong. <laughs> strong and tough Jana's been surviving fine <laughs> in the wild without Rainbow. But will the but will the seemingly feral Jana remember her sister? I'm sorry, I can't read, folks. <laughs> it's been a long week. <laughs> it's been a long week. I've been reading a lot this week, and uh, I'm tired of it. So that's why this book was also really good. <laughs> yeah, mostly pictures. Just, yeah, it was mostly pictures. I did think of okay. So Jana is in this camp. She's been there for a few weeks, and they've kind of just. I, I appreciate that the people of the world aren't like gross people in this book yeah you know a lot of times in, in apocalypse stories it's always every camp you go to you have to be worried about like someone touching you or yeah. stealing stealing your beans i'll give you i'll give you some soup if you show me your beans <laughs> yeah i'll give you some beans if you show me your beans <laughs> so you have to worry about that or someone killing you to make a skin suit or something it's just uh, the apocalypse is always depicted as only the weirdos survive and in this book it seems like uh, most of the people are pretty normal and just trying to make it. They're all sad. They've all lost people and they're just trying to survive in the end of the world. So I do appreciate that little glimmer of hope. She's in this camp and uh, then somebody passing through, which now that I think about it, just kind of glosses over that. Yeah. So hey, we so, saw your sister. <laughs> and then it's like somebody came through, camp, came through camp saying they saw your sister and then they left. <laughs> they like didn't stay to talk to yeah. him. Bye. They're like, oh, hey, I saw that girl. She's climbing trees. Uh, I got to go. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, she goes, she immediately finds her sister, but she's like, I mentioned, extremely feral berserker Wolverine without the nose. Uh, well, yeah, and she, <laughs> without the, so she, um, it's kind of a chance thing. She is in the middle of this monster fat and, uh, rainbow is and she like ducks down she's afraid and then she hears a whack growl whack 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 strange whine, blim, blim, chomp <laughs> yeah. and she looks and they're all past the f out and then she you know that's where that's when she sees her sister so yeah it's kind of an interesting uh, and yet we, segue we didn't really see her sister talk that much in the first issue so i was thinking maybe she was always like this always feral when they found her yeah. sort of makes sense she was jumping in the mud and stuff. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't recognize her sister, really, but then they kind of, like, break it down. We have our first sort of flat. We have our first flashback, which gives us more context on sort of their life before. But I feel like it was, like, right before. <laughs> mm -hmm. it? it was, like, a, maybe a month before the, the monsters hit, the monsters hit, and then now we're in the apocalypse. So, yeah, I don't know. What do you think about this issue? um it was it was cool to see a little bit of their background one thing mm -hmm. that they touch on 
and maybe it's in maybe it's in the next issue but you see it in this or these red vines that come oh, yeah, about yeah. that's what's uh killing a lot of the plants I, I imagine and that that's kind of taken from war of the world mm-hmm. so i don't know if that's just an inspiration accident or if that's a whole new thing but that's that's something that you see in war of the world you see in league of extraordinary gentlemen uh volume two so that was kind of cool to to see and yeah it's weird to me that her sister just has no idea who she is at all yeah and it does even when she accepts like they're going on the journey together it doesn't feel like she really does though mm-hmm. like now even though they're traveling together it still seems like she's apprehensive about being with rainbow for some reason because they roll up i think it's this issue they roll up on this tree house and uh john falls the next one actually is it yeah well then i'll shut up <laughs> uh <laughs> The pacing is as fast as the first issue in this one. Yeah, and I think that's honestly why we're having so much trouble keeping track, because the guy comes to the village in the first issue. Mm -hmm. So, like, we're having trouble keeping track because everything moves at a, like, super fast speed, so I'm having trouble remembering what issue what's in. Yeah, especially, again, because I don't have it with me. I usually have it. uh, I guess I can pull it on my phone. Look at that technology. You can use Hoopla on your browser. I'm not doing that. Okay. I'm not having <laughs> on my phone. Technology, man. Can you believe people still steal comic books when you just get a library card? Life's not hard when you have a library card. Exactly. Is that the saying? Is that from Arthur? What is the saying? It is something like, fun is not hard when you have a library card. Something like that. We should put that on the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, all right when i see a library card yeah, oh, uh, <laughs> okay jana and the impossible monsters issue three now that once separated sisters rainbow and jana have found each other again the next step in their quest is simple find their missing dad in their quest the sisters stumble upon a pocket of humanity in the broken waste warriors and community leaders gore and nomi seem nice enough as they welcome jana and rainbow to their campfire but remembering that there's danger around every corner is rule one in this post-cataclysmic world. Yeah. Yeah, you know the words. Sorry, guys. I got it on my phone, and I'm flipping to it now. Uh, what do you think about this issue? Let me just ask you off the bat. I like that there's... Um, I wonder if I should say that. Um, I, I'm thinking about like how people... When you're... In art, you're not supposed to say, I like, you're supposed to say, like, a reason. So mm-hmm. the development of the world uh, uh, comes about a lot more in this issue. And um, I like seeing these other people that seem to be badasses, you know, like. Yeah, they seem they, to ha- have powers, even though they don't necessarily have powers. They know their shit, basically. Yeah. Or at least they think they do. This world reminds me of a movie that I recently watched called Love and Monsters. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, what is it? Who's that having? Uh, some heartthrob. I can't think of his name. Uh, Jessica Henwick, the chick from Iron Fist, was in it. She's like the romantic interest. Daniel mm-hmm. O'Brien is the main character. I 
don't know if I've seen that one. It came out in 2000, October 2020. It is surprisingly so good. And it's like not, when I say so good, it's like Lex's. Oh, yeah, Lex no. is so good. Not like Academy Award winning so good. It's like, I really liked it myself. So it's got Dylan O'Brien. Yeah, so you should check it out. I think it's really, really enjoyable. It's kind of a, sort of the same way, like an apocalypse. But the people aren't necessarily evil. They're like trying to band together in these little communities. Yeah. There's um, another there's another movie that I was thinking about. Uh it has the chick that played Catwoman in uh, Nolan movies. Can't remember her name. Um Anne Hathaway. And, yeah, Anne Hathaway. And I can't remember who the guy is, but basically they live parallel. If they go into this certain park, they like somehow stream their consciousness to Kaiju in Japan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. That's based off of a comic book. Uh, I, I have not seen the movie though, but I know exactly what you're talking about. It was it was pretty interesting. I liked it. I enjoy anyway. the fact I enjoy the <laughs> fact that they're building the world in this just from the beginning. You see them traveling together. Uh, we see that she has this like childlike. Jonna has this childlike mentality. Still, sort of like a not a feral person, but like a cave person. Like Encino Man, but like a little kid. <laughs> That's this is you're right. This is where they find the treehouse, which looks great. And I was like, damn, why don't they just stay there? Jonna has a great moment where she's, you know, Rainbow's looking for supplies and food and shit. And Jonna says, don't steal, but it's in quotation marks. So I think maybe that's a, a nod to something that their dad taught them. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's it's in quotation marks, and I got the feeling that it wasn't necessarily her saying it it was her repeating it you know what i mean because there's no other reason why yeah another thing and i you start to see it in this one and a little bit in the last one rainbow basically so they've been living apart for a year john has Mm -hmm. been doing her own thing but rainbow acts like john i cannot survive without her yeah yeah yeah. because she's so smart (laughs) yes But, but really, Jonna has been saving everyone's ass like nonstop. Yeah, not on purpose. I'm sure she's just. She like, just likes to fight. She's like go. Yeah. This she's Goku. Yeah, pretty much. She's like a feral character from you know he was like a monkey boy, and he is super strong. Yeah, he couldn't fly when he was a kid, so it's a it's pretty much a little bit of Dragon Ball Z, a little bit Pacific Rim, a little bit of War of the World. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we fir- we get our first other because we got a little bit of the town folks, but these these the town folks look like just basic town people in the first issue. But we get a, an actual character, another character in this book, and I don't know if we even get the name. Yeah, but she, me. but she looks cool. Yeah, yeah. They in the next uh, next couple pages, they go to that camp. You learn about Nomi and Gore. I have a certain aesthetic on things that I like. I like steampunk stuff. I like this giant jacket she has with the goggles and like the aviator and the like the aviator helmet i just that's i love that uh so i immediately was like okay yeah yeah and she's, so, a, and she's a sister so you know i'm down for that uh, <laughs> black actors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she definitely has a theme you even see that later as they're fighting she has like a propeller that goes around her wrist oh my god that was the most badass one of the most badass things i've seen in comic books it was very cool but all i could think was 
Man, that would break your wrist so fast. I was thinking, man, I would chop my legs off or something. If I, did. I don't even think that was her. She has a robot arm, and I don't even think it was on her robot arm. It wasn't. It was not. Um, both of her arms are robotic. Based what on I think, that. what I think was weird is like the pacing is so fast that there there are certain points of the issues that I was like, oh, this is the end of the issue. Like at this point, they wake up. Uh, before we meet the other people they wake up and nomi's there and she's like i hope you slept well you were in my bed but you can't stay here end of issue like in my opinion that would be the perfect end of an issue like oh, oh yeah yeah dun 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 but it's like nope you can't stay there but, little... but but you can come with us <laughs> it's yeah. like not climactic at all yeah it goes a little bit longer and the only real climax you see is that that you know the, there's a second climax you know just like my wife. Very, yeah, very, <laughs> very, very rarely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, she shit. meets these, and so the girls meet these characters, and immediately, I just, I think I'm just so used to it, like Walking Dead and things like that. It's just like, damn, this is a trap. They're gonna be fucking creeps down here in this dungeon. Mm-hmm. But they're all, they're all like really nice people that are just kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there is one creep of it. Maybe yeah. we'll talk about him in a second. Um, they can't find their dad, and she's like, "Yeah, you know, I lost my sister because my sister punched this monster." And they're like, "What? The fucking kid? Kids are dumb." She <laughs> punched a monster. He's like, "Look at my look at my face! You punched a monster." He has like a giant gash across his face. He's like, "I fought," and but then he tells a story about him fighting this monster, and he's like running towards it and like punching the shit out of it, and it's in its mouth, it's like punching its tongue. So it's like, is he a regular dude? Everybody likes a tongue punch every now and then. Or was he? Or was he just exaggerating? I don't know. It's uh, yeah, I do. I do like that. It's like you can't just punch him. You know, yeah, it's and like, he's telling the stories, and it's not like a flashback. It's just like the shadows in the back are telling the story of like him running and punching and fighting this giant monster. Yeah. Um, and then she's taking, <laughs> she's taking notes. I guess. For her sister to figure out how to help her sister fight those monsters. Mm-hmm. Wow! Yeah. And in this and in this issue, a monster attacks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, a monster attacks, and that's how it ends. Which is a good. Oh, that's a good cliffhanger. Right. Oh, she. I guess she doesn't have robot arms. They're like armor. But that's so based on the the um, cover art for chapter four in this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got two armor. Oh my god! Do you hear that? Is that your aunt's dog? Yes. <laughs> he just but he he's like annoying even to other dogs. Yeah. He barks at him and shit. It chases them and bites their legs and stuff until they'll play with him. Our dogs are our, our newest dog is like that. He's the fucking worst. <laughs> I'll edit that out. Play with me. And that. Just took a sock in his mouth. <laughs> easy he's a boston hog, terrier hog time that'd be All sad right. <laughs> that's the thing i tell my wife i'm like man i hate animals like so much but not hate like harming hate just like yeah. sort of like if you didn't exist i would not be sad well i don't know if anybody would if they didn't exist you know exactly you know what i mean exactly <laughs> all right take it away with issue number f- or it's my turn 
It's your turn, I'll dog. I'll take it away. Take it away. Jana and the Unpossible Monsters, issue number four. Sisters Rainbow, the bookish one. She's the smart one that thinks that she's the main character, which she's not. <laughs> and Jana, the baffingly, baffingly strong and near invulnerable one, have been wandering the barren, monster-infested no man's land, looking for their missing father for what seems like forever, maybe? It seems like a few days. I guess it could have been a long time. We don't really know. Yeah. They meet up with mysterious warriors Gore and Nami, who gave them shelter and the hope of community. But with their hidden camp is atta- but when their hidden camp is attacked by a giant beast, Gore and Nomi show the girls a thing or two about fighting monsters. Or is it Jana who has some lessons to teach? Hmm. Mm. I should practice these synopsis in the mirrors before <laughs> record. Uh, baffling, bafflingly, bafflingly, stupid word. <laughs> uh, unlike, unlike any uh, other, and unlike any other, unlike any other book that we've reviewed, this graphic novel is only four issues. We've done five, and we've done six. This one's four, which again, that's why it feels a little short, mm. and the and the pacing. So I don't know. But that's an excuse I'll give. It's just four yeah. issues, girl. <laughs> what what'd you think about this uh this issue? Well, like you said, I mean this monster is kind of weird, first of all. I don't I don't know how I feel about that, but like you said, seeing these these two, you know, Gore and Nomi fight, they just think they're the bee's knees. Yeah. That was cool. Uh like she hops on his hammer and he's so strong that he can he does like the fastball special like colossus and wolverine yeah um and they're yeah he just he has like a hammer like a railroad hammer and uh like a railroad spike that's his (laughs) that's his weapons but then she has this like badass thing that she uses yeah 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 as it goes along she has this propeller that she puts on her wrist makes no sense but it's cool it does make no sense, but man, it is so. And whenever she said, uh, I need a hand, I was like, oh, this is fucking dope. <laughs> I, th- I thought that it was, I kept looking at this, wondering what the hell that was, because it looked like some kind of action line at first through her wrist. Yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't look, very, it doesn't look as different than like a word bubble that they use. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, when he when he hits it with his hammer, I really like this. There's this one panel in here where she's kind of got her legs forward and backwards, and you can tell it's kind of taking her off. That was the one that that got yeah, me. I was like, yeah. "That's cool." That whole page is cool. Where he hits it, and then it just she it take it starts spinning, and then take that's a, just a that's a great page, man. And mm-hmm. this book, not this book, is full of great pages. I'm not saying like the art is just like blows me away in this book. Yeah. But this is re- very cool. Meanwhile, all this is happening. We're, we have like multiple pages. I'm talking like we're six or seven pages in and it's all Nomi and Gore fighting with this monster. At yeah, one but- point, at one point, it seems like Gore gets fucking impaled, but he doesn't. It's like in his, it's just like his shirt. Yeah, no uh, one really gets hurt in this book. <laughs> no, which is good, I guess. 
he almost gets decapitated, but now the, the monster wants to play with him a little bit, I guess. Yeah. And meanwhile, at the, even the beginning of this fight, Jonna's just sitting there eating her gruel or whatever bean paste that they have to eat. <laughs> um, not only does Nomi take off, but it's an instant airplane propeller uppercut, which mm-hmm. is also cool. But then I, I, after I get out of the, the coolness of it, I'm just like, how does it work? Like, I know it's already not practical, but I'm like, how do you, how, where's the, you know, the direction? How is this working? How do you control this? Well, and once it hits the monster and starts cutting in, like, how does it not just stop? <laughs> you know, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not, there's no engine to it. It's just <laughs> turning. He hit it so hard that it's just spinning. And that is the Wednesday pool classic overthinking. <laughs> right yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, how does it, how does this work? Yeah. Cause then she starts to go down and then she pulls out this knife and she's going to, I don't know, cut its tongue off. Yeah. And then Gore is, the Gore is just down there hitting everything he can with his hammer. It's like hitting it in the legs, hitting it in the knees, hitting it in the tail, like whatever he can hit with that hammer, he's just hitting it. And then he gets pinched. Yeah, just pin. Everybody's like, oh, he's about to get his head to cut off. And then typical Goku style, this character just gets up. I'm like, oh, man, you messed up my food. It's game time now. Whack. And not like a this dude, this grown-ass man with obvious enhanced strength has been mashing this thing with a hammer. But then Jana hits it and it's like revert, like the face just like all melts in and yeah. knocks it back. Like Tongue a shockwave, yeah. blast it out of the cave. Out of the cave, not just to the side, completely cartoon style, just like, yeah. to the moon. Yeah. Blasting off again. <laughs> and then everyone's like, oh, damn, you're strong. You can no punch shit. it. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. And then at this point, this was the first time I noticed that she had a giant tooth on her side, even though she has it the entire time. Yeah. That's the first time I noticed that she has like a giant monster tooth. <laughs> Just on her side always. Yeah, I didn't really notice it until a little while ago, too. <laughs> yeah. And Gore is like, damn. Damn. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> nice work, kid. Thanks. Yeah. And then for, Nomi's just still flying somehow. <laughs> somehow she has the ability to control like a helicopter, I guess. But it doesn't make much sense. <sighs> She's it got shouldn't. bearings on her wrist. I guess. And then this this is the first time we see this like weaselly small man. Yeah, very tiny. He's not man. he's not weaselly because he's small. He's just he has like a mustache. He has the Colonel Sanders bow tie. <laughs> a pussy bow is what they call it. <laughs> yes, that. And he's really he's a really small man. And not trying to draw too much attention to it, but it is jarring. He's not being small is jarring. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying in Congress. It's fine. It is, and it makes him look weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He looks like a like a cartoon bad guy. He looks like, like a munchkin. Season. He looks like something from like a bad guy from the Jetsons or the Flintstones. Or yeah. <laughs> Flintstone. <laughs> and yeah. he's like, and just this whole this whole interaction weirded me out. Cause he's like, hey, uh, are you guys staying? Because I'm leaving. Uh, and they're like, uh, I guess <laughs> we don't fucking know. We're twelve. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, Well, you know, your dad might be, or he says that he's going to look for his family, and they said that um, they can look for their dad, and then they decide to go together. 
Yeah, you never know if you don't look. Yeah. And so the last... What's his name? Saro. Saro. And the last uh, page of the story is them leaving on their journey. And then he does the dick dastardly look. Very happy to have met you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So happy. And that's how it ends. I'm just like, what? Yeah. It really, really surprised me that that was it. To be continued, volume two coming out in spring 2022. I mean, they do come out monthly issues. Uh, I saw that issue number five was out already. What'd you think about Damn? So, what I think about Damn? Let's talk about your just overall thoughts. This is probably going to be our quickest episode ever because we're keeping the pacing of the book. Um, I liked how light it was to tell you the truth. We've been reading some, it's not super heavy books, but you know, some of them have been, yeah, some of them have been. And, uh, this was enjoyable just for, you know, we both had hectic weeks Yeah, and, uh, it was nice to just kind of settle down and read something (laughs) or look at something because there's not a lot of words in here. Uh, and, uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, it was just, it was enjoyable. The art. Yeah. The art was so good. And if it was, if the art was bad, then I'd be like, yeah, this wasn't for me at all. Mm -hmm. Like at all. But the art was, the art was so good. Yeah. 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 You're right. Like if there were, if there was a different artist on this, I don't know if I'd like it as much for sure. Yeah. I'm with you though. I appreciate how light it was in, in, you know, you and I both go into these overthinking spirals and I, I, even though I did do it, especially in that last issue, even though I did do it, and this, there's just the only thing that we get from this book is zero answers, all questions. There's only questions that you get from the end of this book. Where's her dad? Where's their mom? Um, what happened to shit? <laughs> there's so many, so many questions. Yeah, um, not that nothing really seemed all that answered, really. No. What time period are they in? And what technology existed before them? Because I just, there's just so many questions. Um, but to not think about any of that, just enjoy this lighthearted story about two sisters trying to, you know, they're adopted. She's adopted, but, but still, <laughs> we get some cool moments, great action scenes. The, I can't talk about the art enough. Chris Sammy, there could be no words and I would still have read this. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Yeah. I mean, I basically did. You would have just looked at it. Yeah. I would have read between the lines. Read between the lines. <laughs> who's, your, who's your favorite character of the book? Um, honestly, probably, I mean, if we're talking just by looks, know me, but I also, I mean, Jonna. Because yeah. like you said, she the the Goku-ness of her yeah. is really it, great. Insanely strong, obviously invulnerable. Yeah, what the hell is that about? I think I'm assuming she comes from the same place that these monsters come from. Mm. Um, and I don't know mm. what, what that is. I just assume that she does. Um, since she has this like natural want to fight them all the time and has the ability to, I just assume yeah. that she comes from the same place. I hadn't thought about that. That's uh especially with how fast paced like she was a, a it was a flashback so we don't know the time difference but they adopted her and then around the same time 
the monsters attacks you know like they couldn't have been that long because they don't they weren't they don't they look, they look exactly the same as they did in the flashback yeah and i know it's I'm, comics but it's comics dog peter parker's looked the same for the past 100 years <laughs> so no bad i don't know i really liked it the art was i can't talk about the art enough chris samney he has a, a simple style and I like really loose and wild styles. Like a band. <laughs> Just like my women. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sorry. But uh, he has such a clean, classic, simple look, man, that mm-hmm. I think he just hits it out of the park. And the yeah. color, whoever the colorist was, I didn't look it up. I need to I need to show the colorist of books more love because that is the one thing that I appreciate probably. It's like one of the most important things to me. And, oh, and this how, one. And oh, man, how... Not even necessarily bright. I don't want to use the word bright. It was bright, but like how deep the colors were and how yeah. much they popped. Oh my gosh. It was just, it was perfect. Yeah. It was really, really nice. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I don't want to discount, you know, the letterer or anybody like that because I've I've been looking at lettering lately and I'm just like, and because I'm in school again, I'm looking at my own handwriting. I'm just like, Phew, whoa. <laughs> I, I know a lot of stuff is done digital now, but. Just yeah, the they whole they don't use a font for that. No, no, <laughs> I don't think so. Man. I don't know, man. I don't think so. I there's was... like an actual. You think they just type it out in format? I thought they just typed it out. I, just, I think I a lot know. of them. I think a lot of them do. But real letters, like write that shit out. Oh, you should. You yeah. should see. You know, people watch like the satisfying videos, of, like people cutting foam and stuff like that. Like that's my satisfying videos. Watching someone letter or ink. I can do huh. this for hours. Yeah, I bet it'd be nice. Yeah. It's weird. Especially if I'm breathing into the microphone. God. You're doing like, anyways, <laughs> today. I hate how wet. It, uh, yeah. What's that called? They they make AS, their ASMR. Yeah, they make their <laughs> they make their mouth sound so wet. They're like, yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah, it freaks me out too. Anyway. And they have this special microphone, so it's really like it really sounds gross. We're gonna tap on this. We're going to touch ourselves. What? <laughs> Simon and I are gonna get some of those uh, special ear microphones, and we're gonna review some uh, mature books for our mm. OnlyFans. Ear microphones. It should be <laughs> you, foot microphones. You see those ear microphones? So they're like legitimate microphones with two ears have you seen them no i'll have to send it to you in the after show uh, i'm also going to start putting the after show up somebody was saying like they enjoyed listening to us but they would also like to see it too because of some of our uh just to see our faces and some of the things that we say so that's cool at least one person listens to our extra shows yeah, there's one per- thank you one person yeah that's good to know so let's grade this bad boy chris sammy wrote and illustrated this with his lovely lo- wife i hope she's lovely i hope she's not really mean or really ugly <laughs> i'm sure she's pretty sure not that that even matters oh. Oh, whatever look at me i'm just I'm definitely kidding <laughs> Um, Simon, you go first, man. So, um, if I'm if I'm gonna be completely honest about grading, yeah. I did enjoy the book and everything. 
You got to be honest, man. But uh, I'm going to give it like a D1 just because I don't really know anything about it. You know, I don't know where it's going. I don't know if it's going to have a satisfying conclusion D1's for good. me. D1's uh, good. But I did enjoy it. In the same vein, I'm going to give it an A4. There's that light toast in there just because that mm-hmm. art, man, that art really. Oh, yeah. I From the art alone, I got something from this book. Uh, but it ain't but it ain't toast <laughs> it ain't toast yeah because i got and i know it's for kids but we review books here and if, again if i'm giving my honest opinion like you said there was not nearly enough actual story character development yeah um, the world was a little vague and the pacing was I like fast-paced books, and I like getting dropped in stories. Like I feel like, I feel like you don't. I don't need to know the whole back history of the world and things like that. I think that's good. There's a few things that I would like to know about, like the history of the Father and things like that, and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Just for this, to, just for this to be a full volume one, I don't think. No, it, it was it totally it was over. Me. Yeah, it was over, and I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah yeah it ended and it was like that can't be it i can't i was weird that's a weird ending but whatever okay. i also don't i also don't make books so yeah that's it i enjoyed it that's what it is what it is folks mm-hmm. read it check it out let us know what you think it's on hoopla the entire first volume so you can read it on there because life ain't hard when you have a library card <laughs> this, this episode has been brought to you by Hoopla. We should all probably just tell them to sponsor us. That'd be dope. That would be cool. I bet we could. I bet we could. Not, maybe, a, lot of people, not a lot of people know about it. Hey, don't say maybe, man. We are moving on up. Moving on up. A little announcement before we close up. I know we are circling the drain today. So this week I've been emailing a the public relations senior public relations officer at campus at dc we sent them i sent out uh, emails to all the publishers whenever we first started reviewing books and i we you know simon and i discussed that that's what the format of the show is going to be and so i sent them out to every publisher like hey this is what we're doing this is kind of like what we plan on doing Uh, if you guys can help us out you know whatever you can do is more appreciated i'm okay with just setting up sort of like a relationship with the publisher a lot of them, uh, Image, Boom, Vault, Vault, Scout, AWA, a lot of these publishers reached out. They sent us review copies every week, not just cop, like not just issues, but like compendiums. We got the first Spawn compendium. Like we get a ton of great books from these people. Uh, Marvel and DC, though, did not reply at all. They were just like, yeah, no, we got, <laughs> we got bigger fish to fry than your little podunk podcast. So this was like a year ago. Last week, I got an email from the PR guy from DC, and he was like, "Hey, we have two or three, two, one or two people on our PR team, like social media team, that follow you guys, that listen to your show, they like what you do, and so we want to add you to our press list." Damn. And I was like, "Man, that is like, that's insane." And I was sort of like looking in there today, and it's like all a ton of stuff which is really insane and a lot of fly us out maybe they'll fly us out because well dc fandom is is an online thing 
but we've already got a ton of information on that. We're going to be covering that. I'm thinking I might come to Wichita Falls, and if Simon's not doing anything that weekend, we it's can... my birthday. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Simon doesn't have any plans that weekend. I'm not saying like he's like a loser that doesn't have friends, but someone doesn't have any big plans. You're my only friend, so no. I don't then have I can plans. I can come down there and bring him a birthday cake and some beers, and him and I can live stream and cover some of the events from DC Fandom. That would be really cool. That would be a great birthday weekend. Um, so that's my plan. A beer birthday cake. Yeah, it's gonna be me coming out. Happy birthday, <laughs> Mr. President. <laughs> Bitch, don't you see my wife's here? <laughs> Why not? Uh, I guess it's fine. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Now it's Marvel's turn to cut the check. Cut the check. We're not getting any checks, but it is really cool that DC reached out to us and that people that work at DC actually listen to our show, which is insane should probably stop saying um so much that's me. okay works for other people i guess <laughs> i do i do cut it out though most of the most of the time um like that i'll cut that out <laughs> I, that sounds fine i've heard some bad ones where it's like uh and uh anyway yeah, uh yeah 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 so if you, if you look you at the sticker you gotta edit <laughs> I I get really lazy. Like I'll edit. Like so this is sidebar stuff. We'll talk about this in the after show, guys. Thank you so much. If you want to support the show monetarily, sign up for a Patreon. You get a ton of extra shows. We're going to be adding some other things. I'm getting back into illustrating, so uh, I will be putting some illustrations on there. Uh, go to our website wednesdaypool.com, and you can see all of our other links. So, yeah, but you can also the- always yeah. send us comic books and action figures. That would be dope. I think, you know, a lot of the babes of the internet have like an Amazon wish list that they put out there. I think we should, I think we should do something like that. Mm. Like, hey, we have an Amazon wish list. If you guys want to get something on here, if there's a book that you want, you can buy it, send it to us. We'll read it. You know, not anything crazy. (laughs) Don't send us any hentai, please. (laughs) Yeah, there's. Or do, you know, whatever. Yeah, we'll read it. If If you buy it, we'll read it. Thank you guys for circling the drain. We appreciate all the love and support. Honestly, we didn't get flown out for Shang Chi, but uh, you know, maybe Shang Chi really ask either. Maybe Shang maybe Shang Chi too. <laughs> Shang Chi too. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Bye bye.